Welcome back, movie fans, to another shockingly good episode of the Not Funny Guys Presents Off the Reels, the internet's number one podcast on public library recommendations on doll collecting. This is episode 97 of the internet's most popular movie podcast on the internet. And today, we're excited to talk to you about the fourth movie in our Chucky run, 1998's Bride of Chucky. We are your favorite ne'er-do-wells, the Not Funny Guys, and I am your host, Casey Action Figure Franklin, and I'm joined by my two co-hosts, the other members of the Not Funny Guys, Dr. John Posable Collectible Evans, and Eric, now with Kung Fu Crib Linebarger. Gentlemen, say hello! Low, low, low. You know, we can make three or four sequels to this, and if you messed up the number earlier, no one would hold it against you. But we should really get John Hatley on this one, because I'd love to have him described as an action figure. Guys. Just saying, it makes it... Guys. oh my gosh, yes, yes, did I buy it? Yes, I did. Did I buy a Dune popcorn bucket that I didn't realize was metal? Yes, oh, I did. Cool, I can't oh. take this off, and putting your hand in it and pulling your hand out hurts. So, <laughs> Eric, you're muted. Um, uh, you're muted, Eric. Say that again. Go again, well, you, Eric. You can't get your hand out because it's probably so sticky by now. It's very <laughs> sticky, but it, it is. We very already put an explicit rating uh, on, folks. Let's go. <laughs> we haven't they said did, the words yet. They did tell me that this flashlight is selling out very well. <laughs> the teen boys there are really into it. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I saw it when I was there seeing a movie the other night, and I was like, it's so ugly. And they have it. I must own it. So you're like Scott Lang's daughter. Yeah. It's so yeah. ugly. $30. $30, by the way. But I own the Dune popcorn bucket. If you don't know what this is used for, go watch the SNL sketch because it pretty much tells you exactly what perfect. this is used for. It was it perfect. Spot on. Couldn't be any better. <laughs> um, speaking of couldn't be any better, um, Mr. Bomberdeer. Um, did you win at trivia or did you lose at trivia? We lost at trivia. We came in. That explains second. what happened. Yeah. That explains that you just got so hot headed. Just like John, how was your week? Anything fun going on? <laughs> uh well, I like I, I was telling you off air, I came across a really fascinating idea for me to follow up with a story surrounding my daughter's name and some folklore connected to uh Charleston, South Carolina, not far from where I live. Nice. So I'll tell my, you about it, Eric, later. Yeah. My week has been um just we were watching a bunch of shit. We started watching The Bear and we um been watch I've been watching more X Files. That's pretty much been my How's week. the Bear? I haven't thought to do it yet. Rachel's seen some of it. Um I started watching it because honestly, because on Fat Man Beyond, Mark Bernardin keeps talking about how it's basically Ted Lasso, but a kitchen. It is not Ted Lasso. I, was about to say, I thought it was not very positive in that way. It is not very positive. So I don't understand why Mark Bernard <laughs> says it's positive. But um, it is good. There's like 22 minute episodes. Um, is it like it? Are you in the first season? Because I've heard the, the second season. season was a little. The first season's a little darker, so to speak. I've heard the fir first season's fairly dark. It does because it, of the how they shot it in Chicago. I'm like, oh, I know that place. Oh, I know it over there. Oh yeah, I can imagine oh, yeah. this will be a very popular like this beef Italian beef place will be very popular in Chicago. 
Um, so there's lots of little things like that, but it's <laughs> it's interesting. It's you'd probably like it. It's like nine episodes. It's not many episodes. It's like what season. three seasons now that it's on a no third, two seasons. Second? It's okay. only the second season just. I know that Olivia out. Coleman's in it, like season two at least. Oliver Platt's in season one, and the guy from um uh, Joel McHale is in season one, and he's like a douchebag chef. He does play that well role. Does he does well? Yeah, he does. Um, so that was that's what we've been kind of mm-hmm. kind of doing. So other than um, I I did say I will save one thing for the second, but I will mention one thing. I did say this um week, the night I bought the popcorn bucket, um, on Valentine's <laughs> Day. The we took um our the flashlight. It's um, the hard flashlight. It's like rock hard. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the way they like it. <laughs> um. Anyway, the uh the day I got an Audi. The day I got the flashlight, <laughs> uh, we were taking uh, our three year old to see Peppa's cinema <laughs> party. Jeez, uh, that made like, sound so Say that bad again for the that. recording <laughs> slowly. <laughs> uh, Peppa's setup of already is like 80 minutes, and like he loves Peppa Pig, so I didn't mind going. And this is the episode with Orlando Bloom and Katy Perry. And it, they basically took three episodes and merged it to like a movie thing, which is fine. Um, but for the he really enjoyed it. it. He got he loved it a lot. And there was wait, some did you buy the flashlight at Peppa Pig? Well, right before, yes. before we walked in, yeah. But you did were I eating... buy this? Did I buy this Dune popcorn bucket? Yes. For when Peppa I went Pig. to yes, yeah. Did was the popcorn in it? No, they don't put the popcorn in it. You get the bucket of popcorn and then this because oh, a lot of people don't want to put the popcorn in the specialty buckets because then you have to go wash the buckets. The whole thing well, you're gonna have to color. wash it one way or another. I think you do. <laughs> so anyway, so what I wanted to get to with this Peppa Pig thing, yeah, go ahead. So we watch all the trailers, and that's fine. We watch the stupid, um, um, uh, and not Anna. What's her name? Um, shit, uh, the woman from uh, Batman, uh, Batman Forever, um, Nicole Kidman commercial that you have to watch in front of every AMC. So we watched that, which was funny because um, the kiddo was like, "Daddy, is this the is that the theater we're in?" I'm like, "Yes." He goes, "But I don't see us there." Um, which <laughs> I thought you were about to say the the kiddo was like, "Daddy." happiness or sadness somehow feels good and heartbreak somehow feels good in a place like this that would be really funny that'd be really funny um so the movie the trailers end that ends and you're like okay the movie's starting and it does start with like the peppa pig thing but then comes the first of like five amazon ads of like amazon peppa pig toys now sold on amazon now you can buy the caravan and then that one ends it's like now on amazon by Furby, new and improved, and then another one, and then another. I'm like, why are they making me watch all these children's cartoons? Like, they, toy did things? they make the movie? I have no idea. They must have funded it because it's a bunch of Amazon commercials selling Peppa Pig toys, except for like the Furby. Um, and then I'm like, I'm getting annoyed at this point, and then the movie finally starts. Um, so the, the funny thing starts. is, they're doing that partly because they can't do that on TV. Yeah, they totally. There's can't. like um, it's I forget what it is like the. Well, yeah, there's the laws that you yeah. can't. Yeah, you can't show the commercial for the toys during the same show as that's. Yeah, it's the toy of. You can in a movie theater. They were bringing the that law. They, that law didn't exist during the first uh, Good Guys. Yeah, no, no and, it did not. <laughs> and then the the um the caravan thing, which at first Rachel and I were like very confused because at this point we've seen every episode of Peppa Pig. We're like, we've never seen this caravan. The last cartoon in the movie 
is about the caravan. So Rachel looked at me. She goes, "There it is." That caravan. <laughs> so it's anyway. It was it was an amusing thing. Uh, caravan Mr. full Bull... of pigs coming for <laughs> the border. Uh, and the Mister Bull finally got married Arkansas. to Mrs. Cow. Arkansas. So anyway, that was um that was Peppa Pig cinema party. Oh, I mean, it was an okay for a kids movie. Seeing how delighted he was, it totally was worth the. Did money. like any characters show up or anything like that, or? No, it was he wanted characters like yeah, he was like, expecting. You know, like a, he was expecting like shit. yeah, he was expecting that. He was disappointed that they weren't oh, there, and then he just wanted to watch Ghostbusters. Too. He just wanted to watch Ghostbusters. Next time, kid. Next time, that's what we told him. Next time, you can watch Ghostbusters. We'll be those parents who bring a three-year-old to see the new Ghostbusters movie. All right, so that was um that. So let's get into the ladies and um... gentlemen. His name is Casey Franklin. <laughs> and for those of you in the Lynn or Northern Boston area, you're gonna be real fucking pissed. <laughs> Pick a time when no one else is there. Uh, I'm thinking but... 7 p.m. on a Friday. <laughs> <laughs> the way movies have been going lately, it's gonna still be empty. All right, talk so about this. we're not talking about Madam Web. Web. Yeah, let's, let's do some let's do some news, shall we? Let's do some news. So let's start off with uh, a banger and a sad one here. Um, John, do you like Star Trek? Yes. Eric, do you speaking. do you like Star Trek? No, he hates it. He I'm hates not, it. I'm not a Trekkie, but I like it. Do you know this show? Little show called Star Trek Discovery. Heard of it? Ooh. Well, we got the release date for the new season, April fourth. We'll get two episodes, and then the final, uh, then the rest of the ten will air. And this is the final season, so that's why it's a sad one, um, since this is the last season of Discovery. Is it a, but um, one a week sort of thing, or is it going to drop all of the last? It'll be one months? a week, so two, and then one a week. Then, then ten more weeks. Yeah. Well, technically eight more weeks. Oh, so it's a ten, it's ten episode, episode season. Ten okay. episodes, two. So nine weeks total, everyone. Yep, nine weeks total. Um, there we go. So that is the first of our news stories. Scratch that one out. Um, so there's this little show called Superman and Lois on the CW. It's the last that, of yeah. the, um, Arrowverse shows. I'm pouring out for the Arrowverse. Um, oh, is it well, connected Mar- and everything still? Yeah. It was technically connected. No, it's the last that. one. It's the only one that's still out there. Um, this is the last season. We've known for a bit that this was the last season. However, the showrunners have said that, um, that it wasn't CW that wanted to end it. It, it was Warner Brothers because Zaslav, I use Zaslav even though it may not have been him directly, but it probably was Zaslav. So fuck you, Zaslav. Um, Zaslav did not want two Superman things going at the same time because this would compete against Superman Legacy and you should only have one, of like either a movie or TV show going. So we're back to that old era of DC again. So fuck our think, lives. This is going to suck. You don't think that's a James Gunn ask, do you? No, because no, I, I don't think James Gunn would... I think James Gunn would under, understand synergy. Hmm. so there you go um another one speaking of superman there's a little actor named henry cavill have you have you heard of him uh sounds like a guy, guy right? i've heard some stories about him short yeah. thin short thin might be a douchebag but he loves built computers and every mm. woman wants to fuck him <laughs> so it's especially, like it's like me on a good saturday <laughs> <laughs> well we had heard a while that he had been doing some inner, uh, some like um, meetings with Marvel, and everyone's like, "Oh, play Sentry because that would be awesome." And then Actually, that he would didn't be get cast. Funny. That would have been really. Funny. It would have been hilarious. Um, and then that didn't happen. And then people like there have been a lot of rumors recently on, um, "Oh my God, he's going to play Doctor Doom in a Fantastic Four movie. This would be awesome. We needed him to play um, Doctor Doom." 
Oh. And then that's like, nope, that's not going to happen. Um, so, but we now think we know what who is um, who he might be playing. There's a certain British character that's in a certain comic book called Excalibur. Captain that Britain. he might yeah. Captain Britain that he might be playing. I've heard the rumors that he wanted that role too. So yeah, so I think that would be pretty cool. I think it'd be pretty cool. Um, you know what else would be kind of cool? Did you ever see this movie called um shit? What was it called? Across the Spider Verse. Yes, or into the Spider Verse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we yeah. talked about it. Yeah. No, that's right. We did talk about. It, it seems like so many episodes ago. Like I don't know, forty <laughs> episodes ago. Um, there was this character in it. Um, this Spider-Man Noir. I think yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Um, played by this gay, this guy of uh, Nick Cage. This Nick gay. Cage fella. <laughs> Gage. Uh, gay. I was gonna say Gage, not gay. Um, <laughs> this Nick Cage fella. Well, it looks like um they might be trying to make a live action series on Amazon starring Nick Cage playing Spider Man Noir, and I am down. I don't nice. know if you guys, but I am um, sounds that sounds like it. I'm in for it. Yeah, I'd watch it for sure. You'd watch it. Um, did you see the big news this week? It'd be on Netflix, Amazon. 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 Okay, okay. You know the the company that you may or may not have an affiliation with. I do not. That's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, you definitely do not have an affiliation with that branch at the very least. Certainly not Amazon Prime. That's right. Um, I don't even think Amazon has any connection to Amazon Prime with some of their logic they make. Uh, <laughs> that was a lot of money to spend on the, the Lord of the Rings, guys. God. Anyway, um, there was a thing that came out on Wednesday, which we'll talk about in a few minutes. However, something else happened on Wednesday. Did you see any news that happened on Wednesday? Did you see any news? It was like a big news article. It was like someone was trying to cover up something so you wouldn't hear about another story that was happening. No. No, no you didn't hear about this? Maybe. They released the cast of the Fantastic Four with the first poster of the Fantastic Four. Did you see that, Eric? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I saw that. Yeah. So we got the our Valentine's Day card. The Valentine's Day card, and it was the exact cast we all knew was going to be because it had been too long with the rumors. So Pedro Pascal, Daddy, is playing Reed Richards. He is now elastic and can stretch anywhere and go anywhere. Um, Vanessa Kirby yeah. mm, is playing yeah, Sue Storm. Gosh. I'm very excited. Will you keep for... that in your? I'm Jesus. sorry. I like Vanessa Kirby. She's a great I, actress. That's not my problem with what you do. I'm sorry. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, Joseph Quinn will be playing Johnny Storm. Um, if you don't know who Joseph Quinn is, like my wife didn't, I was like, did you see that show called Stranger Things? Yeah, but oh, yeah, I saw Stranger Things. Do you like that guy with the long hair named Eddie? Oh, I loved him. Well, he's Johnny Storm. And like, <laughs> oh, and then um, I might butcher this name and I do apologize, but he's an Emmy winner. Um, Eben Moss Bachrock. He's an Andor. He's in Andor? Who? Evan Moss Bachrach. Was he? Yeah, pretty sure. Who was he in Andor? Pretty sure uh, he's the guy who tries to get him to double cross after they pull the heist on the yeah, they stole yeah. the payroll. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's are it. you sure? Check no, me. he isn't. He isn't. No, you're I'm he's right. in Andor. He's in Andor. I just don't he is, forget the, the um um Arvel Skeen. Um was he a uh, was he a human character? Yes. I really don't remember him. I remember him from Punisher because he's in Punisher. So now he's in MCU twice. Um, so take that. Uh, but anyway, he is playing. He just won an Emmy for The Bear. He plays Richie in The Bear. He says fuck a lot. 
a lot. Um, <laughs> he'll be playing Ben Grimm. And um, to answer the question, if you saw the Valentine's Day card in the background, there's a human astronaut right behind uh, Mr. Thing. And that is um, Ben Grimm in his human form. Now, the interesting thing about this is the, um, the font at the bottom for Marvel Presents the Fantastic Four is a 60s style font. The clothes and the art style is 60s. But people have looked at the Time Magazine issue that the Thing is holding, and it is the cover of a real Time Magazine um, issue from 1963. So we know the year that this movie is taking place, 1963. It's okay. pretty awesome. They're doing a period piece, so I'm, I'm very excited. Along with that, um, more rumors seem to be that the villain, the movie will focus on Galactus and Silver Surfer. Really? Yep. And so somehow that will end up being they will um, go to the future. They will go into the future somehow. The Fantastic Four, not Galactus Silver Surfer. Um, I assume Galactus will have something to do with it. It'll probably involve the Quantum Realm. Um, but it looks like they want Javier Bardem to play Galactus. Yeah, and there's lots too. of rumors that they want mm. uh, Marvel wants um, Anya Taylor Joy to play Silver Surfer. Uh, oh, so we'll see about. I, I like her, but I don't. That's to piss off the bros. Yeah, but Galactus could be interesting. I have a theory that what they might do for Galactus. Here, my here, my wild theory. I'm throwing out for okay. the first time Go on ahead. the internet. Um, I haven't read anywhere. This is my own personal theory. I think. The Fantastic Four at the end of the movie, because they're not going to kill Galactus. That's That seems dumb for Marvel no. to try to do that. No. So at the end of the movie, the, the Fantastic Four, everything, they're stuck in the quantum realm. Galactus will make a deal with them as he does in the comic books. And he'll be like, I will not attack, I will not come back and destroy your planet. Long as you guys do blank, I won't do blank. I won't come. Don't fuck with me, I won't fuck with you. Type of thing. During the time that they're gone, from 63, through the blip, or through the Celestials. It could actually bring, um, tie into Eternals. Um, with what happens with Eternals, with the Celestial coming out, I think the promise that the Fantastic Four will be broken, and then Galactus will come back for Secret Wars. Mm -hmm. And him and the Beyonder will be a part of Secret Wars. And what would be Galact the... What would be the, the deal, though? Because this would also have to explain why we don't have a Fantastic Four in the but universe. I, but I think the Fantastic Four will just be trapped the in the no quantum universe. realm. So when they then come back, they could be like, Galactus, why are you back? You broke your promise. Yeah, but what do you mean? Did we Shield broke our know promise? about them? Did you know, that's going to be Fury the thing that them? they're going to have to talk about? Because Shield will have to have known about them, unless it's a parallel world, right? Unless that's it's a multiverse thing. That, but it could be multiverse because of the quantum realm. We know the quantum realm can be used to jump universes because they do that in Endgame, technically. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, no, I just, I don't think it's 616 is what I mean. And that's possible, but I do think Galactus will be in the 616, and I think he'll come back because of a promise that's broken because of Thanos and the Eternals. Though, there is that line from um, Doctor, Doctor Strange, Strange where he references. Back in the 60s. So there is, there must be some sort of lore, at the very least, that. It could have been a, a, a covert group that maybe shield didn't know about or maybe they did maybe they, they hushed it up because they hushed up a lot of stuff yeah project but i do Peg project pegasus yeah all that stuff so do you Let's think hank see. tim knows about him he could because i mean that would be kind of his era right or he could eh, maybe a little bit or but slightly possible but i'm getting at i think the reason Gal i think galactus will come back for secret wars and it will the fantastic four will be like why did you break your promise and he'll be like i didn't you broke yours and then he'll be a, a big of part of Secret War. 
Yeah, he'll be a lot of Secret Wars, and then it can be like his team and the Beyonders team in Secret Wars. And this is how we get rid of Kang, basically, or we move on from Kang. Well, I think I think Kang is the Beyonder. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to become the Beyonder, the Kang from um, Ant Man. Anyway, that's Would that how we Domingo. That's how you um, also rewrite the character. Yeah, that's how you also rewrite the character. Um, one other thing before I get to the last news item, um, there's this rumor Paramount might be having a merger. Um, with one of three companies, I've narrowed it down to the one I'm fairly confident it actually is. But the rumor is that Paramount is looking to combine with another streaming service. And the ones that are in talk are Peacock, Apple TV Plus, and Max. Um, I definitely say it's not going to be Max because no government regulator would ever allow Zaslov to get his hands on another one because of what <laughs> he's done. Apple TV wouldn't do this. Apple TV would just buy Paramount right up front. So it's not going to be that. Just leaves Peacock. I totally think Peacock is going to merge with Paramount Plus. Um, it makes a lot of sense but, financially. But that means NBC and CBS are merging because those are the same. It's problematic unless they start to. Those are one and the same at that point. Unless they separate out some pieces of them. And I could see them separating out the news division and maybe a sports division to leave just an entertainment division. And at that point, I think you can do it. Hmm. And yes, and they already allow. I don't think it's possible. They already well they they've already set a little bit of precedent with the way Warner Brothers and Discovery merged. They set a tiny bit of precedent. So unfortunately, there's still plenty of other players out there. Especially since this is looking at the streaming side of things, there's there's enough other players out there now that it still I, doesn't become a monopoly yet. Maybe I don't know. To me, like. I will say this Peacock is kind of a shitty service. It is. <laughs> like Paramount Plus at least like had the Super Bowl and that's how I watched it and things yep. like that. And like Paramount Plus has figured out a little bit of the TV strategy behind it. Peacock hasn't yet, but I yeah. think they can. They just don't have they don't have the draw, you know, other than yeah. other know. than Ted. Yeah. Well, well, I think it's well, they gonna... have Ted. I don't know how is Ted doing well. Yes, they have Ted did very well. Ted, Ted and Twisted Metal did very well for them. Yeah, I like Twisted Metal. I, mean, I do need to watch Ted. So I, th- I think it's going to be Peacock. I think this is going to happen. I don't think it. I don't because of all the other streaming services. I don't think it yet breaks any rules. Um, but we'll have to see. I don't know. I don't but know. I do. What do you think I've the name is going to be? We're going to dance with the devil here. Yeah. What do you think the name's going to be? Paracock. I think it's going to be Mountain Cock. <laughs> Cock Mountain Plus. <laughs> Cock Mountain Plus. Um, but Mount I, Cock Plus. Yeah, I as I was telling my wife, this is just, they're just building up to where they're all going to merge together to create the super streaming service that is cool and also no one's ever heard of called cable. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're, we're, we're all just, we're all winding up. If only there were one that. app that had everything <laughs> within it, you just had to pay one fee. One fee that constantly goes up every year for no reason. To be fair, cable was never the issue. And this is, we're ultimately going to realize this whenever we do get to to this next place of streaming, which is Mm -hmm. the the issue is that we have like one or two internet providers. Yes. And the internet itself is gatewayed by a monopoly or monopolies, you know? Yeah. And I, I know it's hard to say monopolies plural because that kind of feeds the monopoly idea. But like... You, you know, certain it's several monopoly, it's different monopolies too. working. It's a together. syndicate. It's called yeah. a syndicate. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Because yeah. like, if I I have I think I have Verizon and I like them. I'll be very clear. They have been you know same a, a positive. Same. 
That said, if I decided to drop them and move over to Xfinity, I'm probably not going to sacrifice a lot to do so. And I'm basically going to pay the same price. So it's, there's really, there's no difference. It's, it's like saying, what do you prefer more? You know, like, uh, you know, like lube or no lube. Yeah. (laughs) I don't quite know that. (laughs) Like It's like Pepsi or RC Cola. Like neither Coke. You just want Coke, you know, maybe it's not that my, my metaphor is not great. folks. Let's, let's give me a break. Well, it's going to be an interesting thing to see how let's see how this goes. Let's see how this goes. On the last news story, um, there's this little movie that came out um, on Wednesday, and it'll probably be on streaming in I don't know, probably 24 hours at the rate it's going. <laughs> um, by the time you're listening to this, folks. by the time you're listening to this, it'll probably be streamable um, or free. I, of everything. I bet you by the end of the month, I'll be able to rent it or you, buy it outright on Apple. You probably would be, yeah. Well, yes, yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. I could buy the digital copy of the movie outright. Yeah. Uh, and probably for like $14.99 at this Ooh, point. I don't know. I think, they'll, uh, I think they'll try to milk me for $24.99. You think Sony will milk you? Oh, no, it's I, Sony. <laughs> I think they might be like, we just. They made recoup. the movie in the first place. Of but I think they might be, me. we need to recoup anything, just throw it on sale. What are we talking um, about after all? Let's, let's let the audience in here. So there's a certain movie that tried to stick a landing, but it couldn't thread it properly. So Ooh, leave like this this um, this Madam Web out there, and um, yeah, it is not doing very well at all. Um, let me see if this article has the stats on how much money it made on on its time. It is at fifteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh my god! Um, I've heard it's worse than Morbius. It is not worse than Morbius. Mm-hmm. On Valentine's Day, it made six million dollars. They estimate on the six day weekend that'd be Wednesday. Say through Monday, it will make roughly twenty-five million dollars. Um, yeah, how much was it, it made for? Any any estimate there? Oh, that's a good question. Um, let me check real fast. Uh, I don't think it was that expensive, but yeah, I'm gonna bet sixty to eighty. Let's see what IMDb list um, survey says. Uh, oh, they okay. They haven't done the um, that piece yet. It's not on there, so I guess that you, they wait a little bit before they say what the estimated thing is and it couldn't have been much it couldn't have been much at all um that video yeah. i sent you last night i think has some numbers yeah it's you video talking about it and how bad it was i believe they had some numbers on the budget um oh. 80 million yeah that's what i just saw yeah yeah 80 million budget um it is not going to recoup that that is for certain all right so i saw madam webb why did i see madam webb i saw madam webb one because i like a train wreck and we he have does. to, we do have to unfortunately kind of support. If you want comic book movies, you got to support them all, people. No, like, you don't. I'm support sorry. the good ones. I don't know. I yeah, don't but know. yes, but the problem is that. people will just be like, I don't want to see them. And then the Marvels tanks. And then all of a sudden you get this whole discourse of, man, the Marvels was so good. Why didn't everyone go see it? Like, well, fuck you. You're the problem. Um. So, anyway. Um, so I saw Madam Web. Um, I wanted to see it because it's got a character, a, a Spider Woman. There's three Spider Women. Uh, there's Jessica Drew, Julia Carpenter, and Maddie Franklin. I'm a fan of Maddie Franklin. They threw her in here. It's the only time I will probably ever get to see her on screen. So I was going to see this movie. I wanted to see a character that I like on screen. So right. Madam Web should not get her on movie. I say this before I even saw the movie. She should never have had her on movie. And you certainly shouldn't have cast glass eyed, dough faced. 
um, Dakota Johnson, who looks like she's just suffering in misery because she thought she was going to be in a cool Marvel movie and realized that this was a Sony movie. You know, she admitted she hasn't seen it. I know she hasn't seen it. She didn't. She couldn't name any Spider-Man movies. And my favorite part of one of her interviews is the th- my three castmates were great, but they're like in their twenties and they hung out together. And I was kind of on my own. I'm like, well, yes, you just described work. So <laughs> she's she does not seem to be having any fun in this movie. Like, not a single bit of fun. So she is the worst part of this movie. By far, she's the worst. I can get past the script. I can get past a lot of the things. She's the worst part. The supporting cast is fine. I really like the girl who plays Maddie Franklin. I really like the girl who plays... um, um. Oh, now I can't even think of her name. It's not Silk Spider. Uh, I think it's just Silk. Um, that she's movie, good. By the way, that, the girl, that solo movie has been stalled. I know. Because this, probably. The... Sydney Sweeney, who plays Julia Carpenter, she's fine. So you've seen the all the scene in the trailer. You've literally seen every scene with them in costume. That's twenty seconds in the movie. Really, it is twenty seconds. And it's it in is. the I'm future. Spoil it for you. I'm gonna spoil it for you. The bad guy has visions, and he has a vision that these three women in the future will have powers, so he will kill them now. So they can't kill him. That's the plot of the movie. That's the whole plot of the movie. The very ill-conceived film. Yeah, it's not an awful plot, but that's it. Now, where this movie does shine, again, I like like the three girls, at least two of them for sure. Um, Adam Scott is great. And the little bit that Adam Scott's in it. And they let you know he's playing Uncle Ben. They let you know yes. in every scene he's in God. that he's playing Uncle Ben. So they play, because so they, they will say Ben Parker in every fucking scene. Constantly. <laughs> Even when it's just him and Dakota um, Johnson together, you will know he has been... You will hear Ben Frank, uh, Ben Parker more than you will hear her name. It's mm. not for a long time that you learn that her name is Cassandra. Is this set modern day? <laughs> no, it's set in ni- uh, 2003, I think. They're trying to back it, up to justify it, it, before Spider-Man. Uh, yeah. Gotcha. So, okay. So, so wait, Scott's when we see fine. Spider-Man in this, is he just a fucking baby or a toddler? I'm going to spoil a little bit of that for you in just a second. <laughs> so, Adam Scott, there's a line in it. This is the only one line you I mean want ben to call Parker. out. Ben Parker? Is ben, Parker ben Parker. Ben Parker. Um, there's a line where he's You know that guy up and coming, Ben Parker. In, <laughs> yeah. There's a, a spot where he's talking about being in the military and he was in service because there's like ben a Parker. shot and... Because Cassie, that was what she yes, goes by. Parker. Cassie asks, "Oh, been, like have you been shot at?" He's like, "Well, I was, and like wherever, whatever war he was in. I don't think they used the real place, but let's Oof. say he said Afghanistan. Um, the war he was shot at." And she goes, "Oh, so you mean you haven't been shot at it in Queens yet?" And you're like, "Oh, oh Jesus Christ! Wow, there is a wow. line that is like when you get." these when you when you accept great responsibility you will have great power which is like a line in the movie there's now there's a line where ben ben parker is talking to cassie and like she's clearly like hitting on him but i don't know why he would ever want to hit on her because she's so flat and I mean, like, in her delivery of her lines. Oh, I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and 
she has no personality in this. Rachel's been rewatching the Fifty Shades movies, and she has less personality than she did in those. Ooh. Um. So anyway, there's a line where he goes, "I'm seeing someone now," and then she has a line back, and I guess in the script it's supposed to be as if she's like, "Come on, come with me." It doesn't sound that way, and then he's like, "Yeah, it's serious," and she's like, "Well, what's his, what's her name?" And like right as he's about to say May. That's when like an alarm goes off and they have to go do their job. Um, so what happens to Peter's parents? So glad you mentioned Peter's parents. So Ben talks about his brother, Richard, Ooh, a lot. Rich Parker. But Richard is out of Dick town. Parker. <laughs> so Dick Parker's out of town playing with his dude popcorn bucket. Pa- no, Parker uh, his dick. Parker his dick. <laughs> um, Cassie and Ben go to a party and we learned that it is a baby shower for Mary Parker because she is pregnant with a baby. Mary Parker is played by Emma Roberts. So Spider-Man's mom is Emma Roberts. So Julia Roberts' um, niece. American wow. Horror Story. Um, Emma yeah. Roberts, Eric. Scream Queens. Um, Scream Queens. Um, Cassie keeps asking what is the baby's name and we, she won't say it. They dance around it the whole movie. The very end of the movie, she gives birth, and we get to yeah, see this you little... know all these all these parents that I know of don't like talking about their kid or their their kids. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's going to be they're going to reveal it during one of the games. Okay, and then right before they reveal it, an emergency happens and they all have to leave. So that's why I like the they spiders. Man is a minister's man. <laughs> yeah. So at the very end, she gives birth, and we see the baby. But I'm fairly like I don't remember them saying the name Peter in it. Um, but technically, Eric, to answer your question, yes, Spider-Man shows up in that movie. So the trailer the lies in every possible way because it gave me the impression that there was less Ben Parker and more Spider-Women. Um, well, technically, there is more Spider-Women because they, they're they in the movie a lot, but There's more they get their powers. In costume. Yes. Uh, all right. So I the, what I like about it, I love the a way they handle um, her visions. I think it's really smartly done. And I think under better circumstances with a better script and a better lead actress could have been really cool to see how they do it with the, the visions. Cause it's very disorienting even for the audience, which I actually appreciated. Like we'll watch a scene and then it's almost like a record scratch. And then we're watching the scene again, like it's deja vu. And she's like questioning what's going on. You might be the only person I've heard well. yet who said they like that. That's the only thing I really like about it, other than the girl who plays Maddie Franklin. Um, the villain's awful. I didn't like the villain. His whole story plot was dumb. But Tahar Rahim. Yeah. And it's just how he's written. Ezekiel is and it's a character I didn't really Ezekiel care for in the books yeah. anyway. Um so that's that's kind of it. It's just flat. It is not it is not worse than Morbius. Anyone who says it's worse than Morbius clearly didn't watch Morbius. Or they didn't watch this. They're just going, this looks dumb and Morbius looks like it made sense. I promise you, this is more watchable than Morbius because of the supporting cast. How much more watchable? Because Morbius was really fucking tough. I would totally rewatch this again um, just for the um, Anya Corzone. uh, Sorry, Isabella Merced and um, Celeste O'Connor. I would totally watch it for them. And Adam Scott stuff's all fine. He's funny. He's the Adam Scott you want to see. Like he, I could totally see him and Marissa Tomei be Ben and May. Like I could hundred percent see it. That would work for me. I'm assuming um, Marissa Tomei is nowhere to be seen. No, she's not in at all. 
So wrong there are universe. things that are yeah, wrong universe. Mm. There Oh, that's true. It is is it this is not they don't the tie same... it to any. They don't tie it to any, so there's no way to know. What about Venom? Any any of no, those this, universes? This would have been before Venom anyway. Yeah, true. So there's nothing that ties them. It it's fine. It's 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 a it is a C movie at best, probably really a D movie. It's just there. Like I don't I could shit on it and say don't watch it, but it's not the worst thing I've ever seen. Morbius is way worse than this. Do we have to watch I mean, we haven't caught up on our our pods for Marvel anyway, but do we need to watch this one now? This doesn't connect to anything. So I would only say you would just be watching out of morbid Marvel curiosity. Okay. But so no. it's I like yeah. to call it bad Sony Morbius more, you know. Yeah, I mean it's again it Morbius is worse. And I know people are gonna be like, no, no, no. It, it is way worse. There is Morbius is... worse because of the story, or is Morbius worse because of everything. some of like the Matt Smith graphics? It's everything. The graphics are awful. The story was awful. No one wanted to be in that movie. You can tell because none of them are acting like they want to be there. The, you don't care about the or supporting acting. cast. Right, or acting. <laughs> you don't care about the supporting cast. None of the supporting cast has character or life to them. And this one, you at least care about the three girls that are in it. So there is, like I said, there's things to like about this more so. Um, so there you go. Right. That's my take on Oh, what I was going to say, though, and while I'm sitting there in this movie, so I'm, I'm seeing it in IMAX. Movie's about to start. I'm the only one there. Then all of a sudden, this couple comes in and sits in front of me. Eventually, a couple more people come in. So it's probably eight of us in the theater total. Anyway, yeah, you did say just, you were alone at first. Yeah. So when it's just me and then this With other this couple. The, no, I didn't have the bucket at this point. Uh, it's just me and this couple. The guy leaves and the woman standing up, taking off her jacket, getting comfortable and ready to sit down. She turns, she looks at me, and she goes, do you want to hear something interesting? And I'm like, here. sure. And she goes, I worked on this movie. Uh-oh. I'm going to see if my name's in the credits. And at that point, I'm like, okay, that totally makes sense why you're here. You worked on it. You, you want to see your name in the credits. Totally get that. Mm-hmm. Then she goes, I lost my keys in the cave. And I'm like, oh? And she goes, yeah, there's a cave in the movie, but it's not a real cave. It's styrofoam. And I really want to be like, lady, I understand how movies work. <laughs> but I didn't. She doesn't um, know. She's like, I lost my keys in the cave and my husband had to come and pick me up and bring me home they filmed the cave scene in stoughton and that's when i remembered like oh yeah they filmed this whole movie in boston hmm. i remember when it was going on there was this big there was a marvel movie filming in boston okay um and so um yeah they this woman who worked on it in stoughton was there and lost her keys in the cave i was waiting for her in the in the movie to yell out that's where my keys were <laughs> <laughs> she didn't the whole scene where there did she the speak highly of the the movie and and her feelings? She was very excited about letting me know that she worked on the movie, okay, and that she lost her keys. There you go. And she stayed as if she stayed to watch the credits to find her name, so I couldn't sit there and like leave and let her go. So, what did you think of the movie? Because I would have certainly asked, "What did you think of the movie?" Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know. Uh, the the girls behind me, I don't think like the movie. The three girls who were behind me, uh, but. Anyway, uh, there we go. Just wanted to throw that little story out. All right, Eric, um, all that said, tell us a quick library recommendation before we talk about this movie. Well, all right. For uh, for today's library, I'm taking us to a place we're going to visit in our coming movie, um, Niagara Falls. 
<laughs> don't ask that's right folks that. we're heading to new york again niagara falls though i could have arguably found this titled um the title of this library niagara falls public library exists in almost parallel about a 30 minute probably walk from each other if you could cross the river that said you know it'd probably take a lot longer because you got to go through customs and stuff but ontario has a niagara falls public library i'm not doing international yet so we're looking at Niagara Falls Public Library in Niagara Falls, New York. Uh, and for those of you keeping score at home, the zip code there is 14305. All right. So the Niagara Falls Library was originally built in 1814 when head, uh, head man general, I don't know why the head man, but head man general, uh, Parkhurst Whitney and a group founded uh, the Grand Niagara Library with a collection of 40 books that's right four zero 40 books the library then finally exploded and extended to 502 books in 1852 and was housed in the third street school and in fairness 502 books at that time is probably a good amount i should be shitting on it uh the library was eventually moved to two large rooms in the arcade building of fall street uh and then the finally the library opened its doors at that location on february 1st 1895 um, and on February 28th, 1895, the legal charter for the library was signed by Melville Dewey, making the official opening of marking, sorry, the official opening of the Niagara Falls Public Library. So 1814, first kind of establishment of the library. Let's jump ahead almost 100 years to 1901. And Niagara Falls is awarded a $50,000 grant from who? That's right. The Carnegie Foundation or Carnegie, however you want to say it. The Carnegie Foundation. Carnegie. <laughs> and a new site on Main Street was chosen for the brand new library building. The Carnegie Building, which was opened in 1904. <laughs> He's doing it, it on purpose designed, now. It was designed by E.E. E. Jora Lemon. Uh, I'm probably mispronouncing that terribly, but it's a local architect. Uh, the building was designed to hold 50,000 volumes. And by the 1950s, the building held more than 100,000 volumes. Um, and so ultimately it was vacated uh, by 1974 uh, for the new Earl W. Bridges building, which is what stands there today and the one we're talking about. Um, seems like a nice library, like I said, 1974. So you're about 50 years old at this point. That's pretty cool. Um, you know, obviously a much storied history before then. Um, this has closed Sundays, uh, you know, because the Canadians. Um, but then every other day of the week, you get there between 9 a.m. and 5 p.m. Um, and as late as 9 p.m. Monday through Wednesday. Uh, so as I mentioned, uh, this is almost in parallel with the uh, with the uh, Niagara Falls Public Library in Ontario, which means it's only about a 10 minute walk uh, from Canada. Literally, if you were to walk to the Canada border through the river and everything, take about 10 minutes. Um, but in seven minutes, you can stay in New York. And walk over to the Rapids Theater, which is a restored 1921 theater. It has balconies, sculptured ceilings, all that stuff. Um, and apparently now it plays mostly host to, to concerts. Though I imagine some stuff kind of comes in through there for, for more theatrical purposes. Uh, but anyway, that's it. Uh, we will get to Niagara Falls shortly uh, for our movie selection here this, this week. Uh, for some reason, <laughs> like I think it's, it, I chose this because it is such a random setting for the movie um, and out of fucking nowhere, in my opinion. Uh, but that said, we made our way to Niagara Falls, where we saw the Niagara Falls Public Library in Niagara Falls, New York. And again, that zip code there was 14305. 
And so that's the Niagara Falls Public Library, folks. Another Carnegie Library. I wonder how many we've had so far. Let me know, guys. How many? When you write in, let me know. I'm going to jump back for once. There was one news thing I forgot to mention. Um, there's an X-Men 97 trailer. I know you guys didn't get to really hear very well. Did you at least like the animation? Yeah. Yeah. I did. John, you did? Did you either of you hear about the weird controversy over this? No. So they're making morph um, they and people like, fuck, you had to make X-Men woke. I'm not watching this. Oh my And everyone's God. like... Have you ever read an X-Men comic book? Because it's always been woke. I know. Yeah. I mean, it's it's the purpose of the X-Men. Yeah. <laughs> there was also, it was somehow leading people to discover. stand-ins for every kind of possible minority yeah. yes. representation ever. There was also, somehow it was leading people to ask questions or to pay attention to Starship Troopers. And people aren't realizing that Starship Troopers was a satire. Because they were like, oh my god, they're like destroying like the military and they're just making this such a mockery of everything. It's like, that's what that movie was. Starship Troopers was, was about Nazis. Yeah. Basically. Mm-hmm. Um, people are also pissed that they nerfed um, Rogue. People ass. are stupid. Let's just be honest. A lot of people are stupid. Yes. Um, people saying. are. There's a famous image that people like to show of Rogue from um X and X, the X Men ninety six cartoon or ninety two cartoon where yep. um she has a, a very large butt and it is now nerfed. They have like flattened her out a little bit in the news. No. So okay, no. well Eric's now part of that crowd. I'm so sorry. All right. <laughs> so speaking of that crowd, let's talk about Bride of Chucky, shall we? Bride of Chucky, the thing that everyone's been talking about all week long. Especially your wives, they all love it. Especially my wife, she loves Bride of Chucky, and that's actually me telling the truth. Bride of yeah. Chucky came out October eighteenth, nineteen ninety-eight. Universal runs an hour and twenty-eight, twenty-nine minutes. Um, the movie only caught, or sorry, had a budget of. Do you want to take a guess? It had this is the biggest budget to date. Remember, the first one was sixteen million. The other two have been thirteen million. What do you think the budget is? Twenty-five million. Twenty-eight. 25 million is the budget goes wow. to Eric. Eric, how much do you want to think this movie grossed US gross? This is not the highest, it's the second highest. Um how much do you think it made in the US? 35 million. 35 for you, John? 33. 32 million. 33 was the highest for Child's Play 1. Oh, I, I um, forgot. Globally I thought, I thought though, we were 40s for some reason. Globally, this is the highest. What do you think? 60 60 for you john 58 50.6 <laughs> was the global so undoubtedly this is this probably week. this is the most um this is the most popular one just by the right, numbers we gotta keep it going <laughs> alone um directed by ronnie Yu, um written again by don mancini composer um i think it's graham revel our cast is brad dorf returning as chucky jennifer tilly playing tiffany Will she play Tiffany in the next movie? We'll see. Catherine Heigl playing Jade. Nick. St- uh, what Stable. else is Jennifer Tilly going to do? <laughs> what else was she working on? I can't spoil. <laughs> I can't spoil, but I can't wait to hear your thoughts. Um, Alexis Arquette playing Damien. This is before Alexis transitioned. Um, she played so who? Damien. Jennifer the tattoo Tilly. one who gets Tiffany, wasted. Wait, uh, knocked goth off. Goth guy. Yeah. 
that was before Alexis transitioned. Oh. Yeah. Um, Gordon Michael Wolvett played David John Ritter. Sorry, John Ritter. Um, played John Chief Ritter. King. What the hell was he doing in this film? I think it's one of his last films. Eric, can you look at That's up really real sad. I think this is one of John Ritter's last films. Oh my um, God. And Kathy the Jimmy as Hotel Maid, which cracks me up. This has the highest kill count. Um, this is a crazy kill count in this movie. Um, all right. So um, was it what you thought? Was it as campy as you were expecting? I'm going to start there. Was it as campy as you were expecting? Yes. Either of you. Yeah. All right. Eric, was it as campy? Um, not. Uh, no, actually, I kind of thought it might be a little bit more so, though. Although next it, it, tra- it straddled the line. It straddled the line because every moment with the, the dolls was like camped out especially Jennifer Tilly sides. Yeah. But then they would try to come back to the two lovebird characters with Catherine Heigl and the other guy. Yeah. And that really felt Falls flat. At, it felt at odds with the storytelling narratives and stuff until mm-hmm. like the last 30 minutes. I can't wait to hear that discussion in a little bit. <laughs> um, did you see in the um, opening, the ominous uh, police department, all the horror icons? Yes. The Michael yeah, Myers, the Jason. Yeah. Jason's mask, Leatherface's chainsaw, Michael Myers' mask. Freddy's I was like, blood. ha, 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 ha. Okay, yeah. God, yeah. They don't explain how we clearly see Chucky explode in the last time we see him. And his head doesn't look that exploded. Also, he's got the half his face back, which would cu- which was cut off in the last movie. Uh, so it's interesting how they, they retcon that a little bit, but I can forgive it because they put him together in a new body. Um, they Frankenstein him. Yeah. Uh, but we do get our first kill. Tiffany gets his, um, her first kill, a throat, a uh, knife to the throat of the dumb cop, um, which I feel is going to come back later. But I don't. maybe it's just in my mind. Um, she has a weird doll fetish. Um, she <laughs> yeah. Zombie. Yeah. Well, it makes it makes more sense when you come to realize her connection to Charles Ray Lee. Yeah, that like makes it makes it seem like it makes more sense. Yes, although it takes a tiny bit before you get to that little bit. Yeah, like, I know. At first, you're just like, "What's going on?" She is a breath of fresh air to the series. Fair I think enough. that they did kind of need her, um, and this was definitely when. And I, this is going to sound weird, and I don't mean it the way it's going to sound. But this is when Jennifer Tilly was at her hottest. And I mean, like, career-wise. Um, well, she was know. coming I, off I of Liar Liar and some other things that she was really building a name. And I will say that something about her whole presentation of herself makes her fit very well into this kind of genre. Yes. Like, she marries very, to haha, right, Chucky, she marries yeah. very well into the horror-ish genre. Yes. Like, just her way of presenting herself and not only just her physical appearance, but her kind of leaning into the goth stuff and mm-hmm. all that element makes her sort of a, and then also her comedic ability also lends herself to that kind of camp horror yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, Eric, were you able to see, was this John Ritter's last movie? Still caught oh, up. Sorry. Please not. Okay. That's right. Um, so yeah, so she's in there, she's at the doll. She tries to do um, some voodoo. Did you catch the book that she's reading? To do the voodoo spell? No. Literally voodoo for dummies. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Literally voodoo for dummies. Uh, tries to uh, bring back Chucky. Doesn't work. I, I love my note. 
her boyfriend is a douche nozzle. <laughs> Damien. Uh, such a yeah. weird god. Damien's so weird. Uh, I'm so glad when Damien dies. He's not <laughs> missed. I do love his one line. Like he's so 80s. Talk about Chucky. Chucky's yeah. so 80s. All right. So no, this is not John Ritter's last by any means. How many did he have after this? Was it a couple? Um, no, several. And so oh. he did a lot of Clifford the Big Red Dog, apparently, as Clifford. Um, voice voice. Oh, okay. Okay, animated. Okay. But his last um his last live action movie would have been Bad Santa. He's in Bad Santa? Apparently. Bob Chapeska. I had no idea he was in Bad Santa. All right. Character name that is. Well, now I'll have in, to watch it. I love John Ritter, and I did not like seeing him in this film at all. This Scrubs, is a very weird role for John Ritter. Yeah. yeah let's I don't just think he was let's he's not I don't think this is a well cast position for him. He, I mean, yeah. he doesn't give that evil vibe that we needed from that Warren. Well, it makes you wonder: Did he seek that seek this movie out? Hmm. Um. So let's just go and talk about it. Yeah, he's not a likable character. I do like that he does get killed because you don't. I mean, he's just a dick from moment one. Yes, just you know from who moment. you know who would have been better cast. Who was the father in Ten Things I Hate About You? That actor. Who played the father of the two girls, Bianca and what's her name? That would have been a better cast as kind of a controlling, conniving father because he was, yeah, or in this case, uncle, mm-hmm. which that relationship seemed to have no real development before. Yeah, and how did they um, report I, him missing after an hour? <laughs> that's also there's a lot of little. Questions I'm assuming that's on. his. I'm assuming that's his little underling needle nose, probably. I, I just spoke to, to him. Those. I just spoke to him. I do like that tip right before he kills him. Tiffany's like egging on Chucky. Like, come on, be creative. Don't just use a knife. Gotta listen to Martha Stewart improvise. <laughs> Who? It's like Martha Stewart. Just, I know. Uh, I it is a creative. It is creative, but like at first, before you find out he's not dead, like you're like that killed him. Just some nails to the face. They're not even that deep. It looks like. Yeah, yeah, it's painful. Yeah, and apparently there was a Hellraiser. I think nod in there somewhere. Looks a little familiar. bit, a little bit. Yeah, and I mean, you get why he comes back because you're like, oh yeah, he clearly just wasn't dead. He was just in shock. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Chuck like in a coma, him. obviously. He... Yeah, but those dolls clean that up fast. Boy, yeah, they do they clean that fast. Like from the front door to the van. <laughs> but I do love after they kill him when Chucky finds the weed. Chucky's like, oh yeah, it's mine. Yeah, he did. And then sells sells them out. Because I love that when later he's going to smoke it in the van when they're not there. Like, they're going to notice. Yeah. And the fact that they don't notice is really shocking. Because that van would have reeked of that. They should have been like, who's smoking pot in our van? Yeah. Um, Well, didn't they go to some place where everyone's smoking? So it's like, maybe it's just in the air at that point. Sure. Sure, Eric. It's just in the air. Just happens to really Look, linger. I in didn't that van. smoke it. I was with my friends. <laughs> okay. and, and like, then there's this I whole thought... sequence where the gay friend helps oh, get her, that. gets her to go to the prom or the dance or whatever. And then the real guy who's apparently trailer park trash. There's a lot of cliches going on here in the yeah, opening a lot of sequence. Cliches. I guess it it only works for me because it connects him to Tiffany right. later. Yeah, but they had to I get don't that under- Tiffany connection. But I don't understand the cliche. It just feels like it's shoehorned in in a way that I'm just like, mm-hmm. is that necessary? I guess it just had to be a reason why the cop wouldn't like him. 
Because there's no other reason to, have, I don't to think not you need like any him. reason. He, he seems like an overprotected dick. dickwad. I mean, yeah. Yeah. which well, is he's like, her uncle, right? Yeah, his uncle, not even her father. Yeah. Um, hey, so is she like is she secretly the heir? Uncle Ben Parker. No, is she secretly the heir? She's Spider Woman to like a large fortune. She has to be based on that. I feel like the way he's controlling her. Yeah, it's like he's like making sure he doesn't get cut out of the money when she turns eighteen. That's what it's got to be because we don't even find out about her parents. I think you're you're trying to do a lot of the writers' work on this. Well, I'm (laughs) trying to help them out. I'm really trying to help them out. Um, They clearly did not have that the the effort here. I will say this: the first two acts of this film, I did not have a problem. It is the moment they get to that one stop sequence where the car blows up with needle nose cop everything after that for me was a complete train wreck it felt like someone had come in and said okay we don't like the direction of this movie we need more gore we need more killing we need to amp it up and they overrode whatever intentions were because for me that's where the movie just completely like disintegrated on the track into where, oblivion. the explosion of the car or the getting no hit by that the whole sequence where they get pulled over and the cops investigating him and there's that one guy who's getting high when he sees oh, I crawling love Chucky. Sees Chucky oh, yeah. and Chucky's just like and the guy's like man root doll <laughs> well that's that but that whole sequence right there for me was a tipping point where it was like right after that the whole that's thing the just tipping is, point that well that no bit. that right <laughs> there for me is where it stopped having any kind of like I can't ignore the stupidness of these plot holes to the point Again, that just... that's the moment. Not Damien in the uh, the trailer. Well, I felt the like that was dumb. Trailer okay. that, that was by the way, yes, that but that but even as like stupid as that is, I could see the purpose of that in the establishment of the story because she even puts the doll on him and then makes these claims about how he never likes seeing her with another man, establishing the jealousy because he's basically like, he's gonna kill you for me. Yeah, you know that was a great scene, and the fact that she slept in that same bed later, that's when I was like, that's when I realized they were going full camp, though. Those, well, but see, that's where I was okay with the camp. It's when it got to a point where it got so ridiculous, it became, it went somewhere way past the point of no return, and just like I said, obliterated itself on the tracks. It's like they were like hitting a camp sound barrier, and the moment they hit it, they were stable, stable, and then like just explosion. And it just went everywhere. Like, I, like for example, when they realize they can have sex as dolls. God. The, well, uh, I was, told my wife about that, and I said, "Thank God they only showed that in a silhouette." Because uh, um, ew, for for this one. <laughs> I want to cut. So I'm, I'm guessing kill... there's something on on that. Website By the way, I, I will say that the ending of this film fully traumatized me. We'll get to that in a minute. So <laughs> kill two, Chucky gets to get a kill. Um, so it's Damien with suffocation. I do um I do I was glad that he died. I um oh there was something I was gonna say on it, but I you made me lose my train of thought. Uh, well anyway. they now they now establish oh. the idea that they can leave into anybody if they have this amulet that he's buried. Yeah, though that's what I was gonna say. The amulet. So should we find out about the amulet that's been retconned in yeah. to the series because he's clearly not wearing it in the first movie. Also, why would he be buried in the exact clothes that he was shot in? Why was he killed in Chicago and buried in New Jersey? Because he's from Hackensack. Why did they drive to Niagara Falls? They're on their way to Hackensack. 
No. From where? No, you are not. No one knows. From where? No one knows. From where? Do they drive from like Michigan into like into Canada just, and then back I'm just, across? I'm just telling you, they're all on their way to Hackensack. I mean, they don't think they detoured to like the Niagara Falls, what, so they could get married? And they don't even look like they want to get married. They look like they hate each other at that point. And I'm where like, are they from in the first place? Is it exactly. Even, I think it's upstate New York is what I, or maybe I think, Ohio. That still makes no sense that they're going over there. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. It can't um, be New Jersey. That's the only thing I knew where they couldn't be because they had to go. They're go New yeah, Jersey. they're going to Hackensack. Yeah. <laughs> um, they didn't say this area, New Jersey. They just said go to New Jersey. The um I By the like, way, they had to they had to get there within a day, and that corner was digging at night. I'm like, that he really was behind on schedule. Oh yeah. The um I like the when Tiffany pisses off Chucky and Chucky gets in and she's in the tub and he pushes yes. the TV and in. she's yeah. what is she watching? Yeah, Bride of Frankenstein. That was I thought that was really was clever. Sick. Yeah, like I thought that was a wonderful little sequence. And, and that is like, oh, he's going to put her. She's he's it was, that's a, it was a little like Got it. beating us over the head. But what else? But I thought that was that great. Is... I thought it was a nice little reference. It made it funny, yes. campy, yeah, and like funny. okay, ha ha. I get yeah. And uh, that is like, it's dark humor. It's the irony. It's like the twist of irony, you know, kind of little thing. And that is how Maggie was the babysitter in Child's Play One was going to die. So they took that original death and moved it to this movie. Oh, okay. Nice. Um, of course, she comes back, so she's in it. So Chucky gets a kill with Tiffany, but you know, kill is you know. Well, like he gets a bride. Turn. I love when she doffs up her doll form with the black nails. I'm like, oh, yeah. Right. And that I love how my wife doll. was. My wife at one point was like, "What? How is she able to do all?" I was like, "Oh, she has a doll collection." She walked in yeah. the room. Yeah, I was like, "Oh, she collects bride. dolls," and like, "Oh, that makes more sense." I've like, got when to she say. was modifying herself, like it was like. How the heck is she able to do that? It's like, oh, she has doll parts. Also, why are they going to start their future with a thousand dollars? Because they're going to get a thousand dollars for this. And he's like, we're going to start our future. It's going to be great. It was 1998. It was a different pre 9 11 was a crazy time, man. <laughs> All right, you got that. Um, really Y2K, quick. you know. Can I just say, by the way, this the, these gas movies was under a dollar back then. Yeah, these these movies in general are are obviously full of plot holes. We keep calling them yeah. out here. Oh yeah, but one of the things that they are fucking diligent about is making sure you understand how the fucking dolls are like happening. Yes. Like they spend so much fucking time being like, look at her doing her doll nails. Like here's why she has all the, like she's a doll freak, which is why she yeah. has, like, there are so many moments where you're like, why do they do this? Oh, because of that. And like, yeah. even to the point where through this movie up until pretty much the end, the, the end scenes, every time someone sees them alive and can mm -hmm. vouch and say, yes, that doll is alive. They die. Yeah, like they, with the exception of very the, consistent the, the in, one in kid that note. in the needle nose scene who's who's high and sees Chucky that he flips off. The only then, one who does, survive. but then he can convince himself he's wrong. Yeah, he's right. just thinking he's yeah. high. Right. So, um, fourth kill um was Jade's uncle um with the face. I want to point out in the scene. Wait, was it actually the fourth kill? Because he didn't die at that moment. Did anyone die in between his coma and his actual death? There's a well. Okay, if you want to get that, then yeah, it's like his like do. ninth or whatever. Because he dies um, by knife. He does die by knife. Uh, so he technically would have been kill six then. Uh, or no, kill five. Because um, only Needle knows he's going to die before this. Before that, I want to point out, there was a scene that took me out. I noticed at this time, when right before Jade and him get in, Jade's talking. And, there, no, no, sorry. It's right after. Sorry. It's right after this. So it's when they're in, when Needle Nose is grilling them. Jade's talking to Needle Nose. And whatever costume designer decided to put on the Madonna bra on her should be shot because 
her breasts are like this very weird cone shaped perky, and it's like very noticeable. And you're like, Catherine Heigl? why? Yeah, Catherine Heigl. Like, why? I don't remember Who this. put this on her in this particular scene? If I could have, if I had a photo of you, I'd show it to you. Is you'd be like, oh, I see what you're talking about. Um, so Needle knows is going to die, getting blown up. Um, yeah, it's like Warren, I said, this is where I started really falling out of the movie. Like, okay, guys, I was enjoying myself, and now it's just like we're getting super stupid. See, like, this is how you and I differ because this well, is where I started tuning. No, in. this is where this is where it's like <laughs> it's like this was where I thought maybe like someone came along and made it did a whole rewrite because it felt like the tone oh, was yeah. like okay, we're not doing this dangerous. It's not crazy enough. It's not gory enough. And now we're gonna snip a bunch of things together. We're gonna have our friend Michael get killed by a truck like Final Destination. We're gonna start playing all the that trucks. was pretty good because that one actually does come out of nowhere. Sorry, yes, to- but I'm just saying it was like things like that were just like and then like this weird like couple who robs them by by stumbling into their room by accident that was was funny to me because it's it's funny how they died i know it's funny how they died but it's also like they're going to like they're trying to set up that they want to have like a threesome which is just bizarre that it comes out of left field no force they're even shocked technically oh yeah technically a foursome um and then what i like about it is when tiffany see they steal see them stealing and the dolls are like fuck you you can't steal from our people well, it's like, because we're going to kill them in a you sense. because you're yeah yeah, but they're being and, protective at this point. Yes, and like the girls, the girl sees the doll throwing the bottle last second, and then that's by the way when my wife asked where the guns come from, and I said, well, one was mm. on the dead uncle, and the other two came from those people. Yeah, like I had true. to explain because she was walking in and out when I was watching it, and so she would come back in. But then there was like that weird sequence that because right after they do that kill, it's when they had the weird realization that they're anatomically correct and they can have sex, and I'm like. Well, oh, yeah, because Chucky gets so turned on by the uh, death, which is a creative death, death by CG glass. I um, get it, but really that's creative. to me was just like <laughs> CG. Okay. No, but you've seen um, what's that movie? Um, Mer- Team America. Yeah, this is yes. just Team America. See, to me, America was so way over the top. That scene. Yes, but it was over oh, the top. Yeah, it yeah. was way more. This was more like just like. Okay. Oh, you ew. didn't like that they were like trying to make it like realistic, like two. No, people. and I don't even mind the silhouette. What I mind is the weird like tongue action going on where I, I'm like, oh god, please. Yeah, that was weird. Uh, or the undressing. Like, you know, it was like I don't like, want this. No I don't want. I don't necessarily need this. Like if you would just just yeah, done the silhouette. Imply. The silhouette alone would have been fine. fine, or go further. Like that's the problem for me is that this is like either cut it back or go further. That's why I don't mind Team America. Team America John was so plastic re- on plastic no, penetration. I mean, no, but I'm just <laughs> saying Team America was so over the top, like phenomenally messed up that it went so far that it went past whatever uncanny valley nonsense this was. You know. I mean, and I don't feel I, like you can do that sure. many times. Like, I feel like that's something that you can get away with maybe once, <laughs> you know, tops. I I do find it. I do like the. When they're when, yes, when they are realizing they're anatomical, like I'm I'm now anatomically correct now that you have stitched me together from your weird doll collection that apparently you have anatomically correct dolls let's be honest she was fucking a doll she was before she got, she, before she she got, got chucky she was fucking a doll maybe she stole that from like the police station or they use maybe. that with sometimes they use things like that with kids when you know they're dealing with child abuse oh jesus well chuck palanick actually wrote a story <laughs> about a character at a, re, a, re, a writer's retreat talking what? about that kind of thing 
can't remember the name of that story, but it was really messed up. Was that part of the haunted the series or? It might have been. I don't. The Stranger like, Fiction. No, no. Been. It's it's um. There is one that he story he wrote. Gosh, that's gonna bug me. I'll have to look it up. Yeah. He wrote a story where it's a bunch of writers who get locked into this place at some sort of like retreat, and you find out all these weird stories that they've been into. <laughs> Moving back to the film. Go ahead. Yeah. They, I'll look um. It up. What I, I was trying to find the picture of an image from that scene. I was like haunted because I think they're all trapped. Like there's an overlying. It might be haunted. I'm thinking. Yeah. Let's see. Um, I thought I, I thought it was funny. Of uh, the baby, do you have yes, a rubber? Yes, that's it. It is haunted. Rubber. Yeah. I'm all rubber. Oh, oh you're plastic. Um, and that line is so. It, you, it is one of those lines where you're like. But why would they do this? Like, haha, it's funny. Yeah, that only gets paid but off then at the gonna end. It's going to come back. Oh, it's going to totally come back. In a way That's... that should not be plausible, but okay. I know, but you got to just run with it. All right, so we get Needle Nose's death. Um, John Ritter is not dead, so he comes back. So then we're going to get, so um, kill six and seven is Tiffany killing the shitty couple um, with the death CG mirror. Um, the kids start to turn on each other. Mm-hmm. They had the worst marriage ceremony I've ever seen. They did. Oh Catherine. my gosh! It's like you guys just just get guns and kill each other right now. It's like that's what you look like you're talking, you're going for. I love Kathy and the Jimmy walking in, and it's like, oh look at this couple, all this uh-huh. broken glass. Oh, what did they do? Oh, like she's just and like only her cello Sanderson sisters have been there with her. I know. <laughs> I know. My wife was in the, for that scene, and she was like, "What the hell is she doing in this film?" <laughs> I know. I know. And that's what you ask about everyone. You're like, "Why are you in this movie?" Why well, are John you Ritter. Movie? Yeah. Why are you in this film? All right. Um, Catherine, so Catherine, Jimmy, then David's going to get there. David will get killed um, by a truck, and then Chucky's like, "We need to get a better vehicle." Oh Next scene, gosh. an RV, and you're like, "Where you know the RV that would be killed nine and 10. Well, Chucky you know, kills the old couple in the army. Yes, and you see them. But you know what? There was a brief moment where I thought they were going to get a better vehicle, like maybe like an ice cream truck or something. No, I was wrong. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, it's coming out of the night. There is it an ice cream truck? Is it a clown car? No, okay, RV. But yeah, did uh, day or Jesse is smart and does remember from earlier in the movie the line that Tiffany says that will be their downfall. Husband should at least do the dishes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he uses it very smartly against them to play them off. And fortunately, Jade pays attention yes. and is able to throw it back and they they create their own downfall. Mm-hmm. Um, which is at least kind of nice. Um by that, by the way, I I feel like Darvies must be death traps. They have to be, according it, to this that, movie. that one was surely a death trap. Oh, yeah. I was yeah. like, wow, you guys are lucky to be alive getting out of that thing. Yes. I don't know and how Tiffany actually gets frame out of it. Of it. Tiffany doesn't make sense how she gets out. I get out all the rest of them, but Tiffany doesn't. Um, we're going to get our final. And killed. That's what should have happened. Yeah. We get our final death. Um, kill number 11. Chucky kills the grave digger in the, the head. Corner. No, it's the mm-hmm. coroner who is obviously running behind on time. The coroner, the coroner was there. The coroner's examiner was there to exhume the body. Oh well, I saw. It. I thought it was yeah. the grave digger That's who had done it. It's the, because he has his car. His car has his little all right, thing well, about it. He because anyway, they said that's dies. what they said on the radio. Well, because I knew the, the fact thing, that it was they, because all the murders had been they had been finding they were the fingerprints of Charlie, fingerprint, which, which makes no sense. 
How did those Haley's fucking... fingerprints are on his doll? Right. That's ridiculous. Again, I can li- I can skip past <laughs> that. I knew that they were exhuming it. I just thought it was the great. I always thought it was the grave digger who was. No. By the, the way, that was a massive hole to exhume. So that was overkill. <laughs> well, gonna, they're going to do the whole autopsy down there. They're going to like apparently get enough room to do all that. The, so the date on the tombstone is the release date of the first movie, oh, which nice. makes sense since that would be the day that he died. Uh, I um, thought it was the case. Yeah. Yep. Um, they're going to get him in. It's a little, a quick little fight, and. Um, yeah, Chucky and Tiffany don't win. And it's surprising. What did you think of Tiffany's turn? When she's like, we should be in hell together. <laughs> I was like, she's the most rational one in the group. She is at it this felt moment like... the most rational one in the group. It felt like the appropriate ending for this movie. No, that was not the full That was not the ending. That was not the ending, though. No, but you think it's the ending. You think it is. You do. You do. And so you feel like it's the appropriate full circle. Oh, no. And then apparently someone decided no. But but before that, we get the worst green screen in cinema. Oh, my gosh. That was awful. When they are standing there looking into the grave and the worst green screen behind them. And apparently it's it's already morning. Like, yeah, I don't understand. I was like, we changed times pretty rapidly there. And then Detective Preston arrives, like, he apparently been following them the whole time, I guess. Yeah. Um, we never well, heard he, about his story. Well, he followed them from, I don't know, let's say they're in um, the Sleepy Hollow area where they did decide <laughs> to go up to Niagara to then go down to Hackensack. <laughs> so it's, all the, it's all the path. Uh, yeah. So the kids get to go free, which is nice. At least it's not arrested like Andy was, who is in jail as far as we know. Yeah. So that's why we see him. Yeah. Um, Tiffany Preston actually saw it all. Yeah. Tiffany is on the ground dead, but then convulsing. And then <laughs> the poor cop who leads in to see what's going on as the baby pops out screaming like a small little um it looks like a um from alien. It looks like one of the yeah. chest bursters coming out of a doll's vagina. Jesus. Which I don't understand how it was as big as it was coming from her from a Nothing day. makes sense. Because they had sex not even 24 hours ago. Apparently, that's how long you get to gestate as a bell. Yeah. I don't know. No, they've had sex over 24 hours. Because here's how. The thing. All right. So Niagara Falls, right? Oh, my is God. Are you logically doing what? Yes, I am. Because I just looked up directions. Too. <laughs> okay. Niagara Falls is at night. Yeah. Right. Then Jesse, their friend, somehow makes it to them by morning. Because they're not they're clearly not far from Niagara. No, they're they on they're are. at Niagara Falls. No, at the beginning. What I'm saying is when David shows up, because David's at his house. So Correct. when David shows up from the phone calls in the middle of the night to the morning, clearly they were at least close enough to Niagara. Yeah, it's like Rochester or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I like so the fact a- that by the way, I do like the fact that he they both called him. I did yeah, too. Yeah, that was kind of fun. <laughs> so, so anyway, the night of Niagara Falls. Then the next morning, they're on the road again with Jesse. Yeah. They get pulled over. Jesse gets hit by the tractor. They get back in the car and they continue on their way to Hackensack. They pull into Hackensack at night. Now, to be clear, the drive between Niagara Falls and Hackensack, assuming you are making like a straightaway, I'm I'm fucking running from the law, sort of. You know, <laughs> but B. stop, but stopping to get an RV, stopping to get an RV, change cars. All right, I'll yep. give you that. Is a six and a half hour drive straight shot. So let's say eight hours. Either way, 
It takes them 24 fucking hours to get to the gravesite in Hackensack, which is northern New Jersey, by the way. Like, we're talking like Yonkers. But no, I'm telling Yonkers you, it's neighbor. not that because they they have they have um, they get to New Jersey at, in the middle of the fucking dark and stormy night. Yes, because here's my logic on it. They get they're at they're at um, Niagara uh-huh. that night. They uh-huh. both call their friend David. Uh-huh. David comes over. They get up in the morning. The maid is there, so Let's it's see. at least it's at least seven or eight in the morning for the no. maid to walk in there. Maybe nine. Let's say let's just say nine. David's there now, so he's had enough time to drive there. They get they have a conversation. They get in the car quickly. They are driving. David freaks out. They stop long enough for him to get killed mm-hmm. then they keep moving chucky's like we need to change cars so now mm-hmm. we've got to find an rv kill the people get going again mm-hmm. so let's take that takes about an hour they get plenty of that please stop wasting my time please you're talking time. like it needs to take them three times as long as it it would otherwise it just doesn't take to be nighttime oh again it just, has to be, it just has to be like seven o'clock Make at night, it stop. and to be clear that that demon spawn of a baby that doll, part yes that is part born is, over 24 hours later in please the make it stop like the day after the day <laughs> make yes. it stop john has been traumatized just like that poor cop who got the ambiance you guys make me want to sh- freaking <laughs> <laughs> that baby is born like less than 36 hours <laughs> from conception yes but more than oh 24 my gosh all right ladies and gentlemen that has been us talking about the Bride of Chucky. Which leads directly into the Seed of Chucky. The clearly. Seed of Chucky. That is right. I don't even know. This was 98. Let me just see real fast. What was the year of Seed of Chucky? I don't 99. 2000. Was it one year? Oh. I bet. Seed oh. of Chucky is 2004. Really? Yeah. So apparently they waited a long time between. They had to go to therapy. They Holy clearly shit. had to go to the therapy. Like, they were like, yeah, this long. is going to do great. Three or four series. And like, eh, maybe not. <laughs> yeah. Um, they're like, people were traumatized by this movie. Um, so uh, we will be doing Seed of Chucky next week, ladies and gentlemen. You will have to, unfortunately, buy this one um, or rent it. It is not on any streaming services. Um, so enjoy. Good luck. If not, just listen to us talk about it because there are going to be thoughts next week. I I'm just sure. reading like the quick tagline about this on oh, just IMDb. Wait. Just it wait. starts: Chucky and Tiffany are resurrected by their innocent, gender-confused child. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, oh god, that is what this, <laughs> this movie is going to hold though. up well. <laughs> Actually, it's going to hold up very well. It is going to be mm-hmm. uh, Chucky is an ally of the LGBTQ plus community. So there you go. That's all you need to know about this one. So let's. Um... I like that it features Chucky, Tiffany, Jennifer Tilly, and Redman. Yeah, you need to <laughs> stop reading because I don't want things to be spoiled for you. You really right, need right, to right. stop reading. Uh, things will make sense in their own weird, twisted way. John and from Lawrence. there on out, this is how it's all going to be. All right. This is, so this is full camp by now. Oh, it is 1000% camp, which is what's going to lead into the TV show because the TV show is the same way. All, All right. right. So, Eric, since you were just saying that, um, actually, no, no, Ooh. actually, yes, oh. Eric, <laughs> Eric, I want you to go first because I want John to be able to um, have a rebuttal against you in a second. Um, <laughs> so, let me pull up, let me share the screen real fast. So, Eric, right. what final thoughts on Bride of Chucky? Eric, um, it, it was tough. I'm not going to sit here and say it was a good movie. But in the line of child's plays at this point, it's starting to get 
fun. Like I was laughing for a lot of this movie because it was so ridiculous. Um, and honestly, I've always kind of wanted Chucky to feel this ridiculous. So I'm kind of excited about where we're going. Like I said, it's not good. (laughs) And I think the last scene, I I remember looking at Rachel after the the child doll thing. I was going to ask if she watched it. I feel like, I don't know if that moment just added or subtracted a half star. (laughs) 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 And, And honestly, I gave it three stars. And I'm not sure it deserved that many. Slash, I'm not sure it didn't deserve more. I, I'm really torn on, on how I feel about it. I don't really want to see it again, but the Jennifer Tilly stuff is a lot of fun. Like she she's a nice burst of life into this this franchise. She brings out the best of the of the snarky Chucky, which is which is fun too. It's pretty fucking uh problematic to say the least. Uh, but like I said, three stars. I rank it um number three of the official off the reels this year, which places it above all of the other child's plays so far, but right behind Lost in Translation. But as if the child's plays at the very least, it's your favorite of the it child's It is the play best so of far. the child's play to me so far. All right. It, all right. it, it is the child's play I'd, I'd be most likely and wanting to watch again as of right now. It grows on you. This one, it does. There's something weird about it. Without without Jennifer Tilly, I would not want to watch this again. She, no, I she made I, the movie. I agree. Jennifer Tilly does make this movie. Although Brad Dorf is definitely chewing the scenery. Oh, and loving every moment now. He, oh, yeah. he seems to be having a blast now. He's like easiest paycheck I will ever <laughs> make in my career. He's All like, right. you want my doll to do what? All right. Yeah. All right. John, um, Bride of Chucky, what you got? One and a half stars. Wow. It's the utter collapse, though. I will say that it gets placed second because at least there's a feeling of rewatchability. And it's because, Mm. once again, we're not dealing with little kids, which kind of really makes me uncomfortable in the first two. Um, I'm I'm okay with that, but I I think it's it's horrible. I'm going to put it this way. I sat down really hoping that this might be my number one. Like that we were on an evolution and then we had a major setback. Well, not too major because it did at least fall right behind. Yes, Charles it's true. Right? But I thought we would be continuing a trend where the new one would become the new number one, and we had a setback. It also Casey. is, though, despite that, it is also the one I rated the worst. Is yes. is John going to be super disappointed next week based on the evolution theory? <laughs> you know what? Don't, don't, I don't am co- very curious. Hey, I just, I just don't collapse in say, the third act. Don't collapse this, in your third act, please. This is all I want to say. Leading into seed for you guys is I'm very curious to know what Let's you guys are going to think on it. Um, I I personally again I like the one my favorite is the one that's right after seed, um, where they're going to like do a little course correcting. But I'm I'm very curious to see what you're going to think on seed, um, because it's it is out there, um, and seed a lot of the things that happen in seed and in this movie are going to be major in the TV show. Um, because Jennifer Tilly's in the TV show, like everything's in the TV show, so it's all gonna start. I mean, we're fast and the furious and the shit out of this. It's about family, baby, and we are gonna have things coming together and weaving. And anyway, um, I look forward to your thoughts on Cena Chucky. All right, so there's a particular scene I just cannot wait to describe or for us to talk about on on recording. Uh, it's gonna be hilarious. Um, uh, involves a turkey baster. All right, um, oh, Bride of Chucky. I give it three and a half stars. Um, it grew on me a tiny little bit watching it this time. Wait, how many stars? Um, three and a half. 
All right. Yeah. Um, it grew on me a tiny little bit. Um, it's like you, how you were saying, Eric's like, I don't know if I should like it or not like it. Like watching it the second time, I'm like, okay, I can get into this a little bit more. Um, I'll be curious what I'm going to think of Suit of Chucky after it, but it is number one for me right now. So for me, it's Bride of Chucky, then Child's Play 2, Child's Play, Child's Play 3, which I think, Eric, you're the same order. I think so, um, actually. Yeah. I think we're actually in complete agreement with this. Maybe not star wise, but I think story wise, we're kind of in agreement. So Breaking there we wise, go. Yeah. I look forward to seeing um, seeing what's going to come of this. All right. Well, if you would like to tell us what you think of this, ladies and gentlemen, you can write us at notfunnyguys.offthereels <laughs> at gmail.com and let us know your questions, comments, thoughts, concerns. Let us know where you're, we're right or wrong when it comes to Bride of Chucky or Seed of Chucky. Is it your favorite? It's Liv Morgan's favorite. So let's find out. Um, you can find us on the Insta at not underscore funny underscore guys underscore presents on Twitter at not funny guys pod blue sky the not funny guys. You can find me on Twitter at bash underscore Maxwell letterbox is bash Maxwell. You can find me on blue skies Casey Franklin. You can find Eric over on the letterbox says Eckley E K L Y. Check out his master list of all the movies he's watching this year. It continues to impress me <laughs> and grow larger and larger, just like the Dune popcorn bucket. And you can also find him on the Insta at hot honey underscore comics. Dr. John, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at esoteric underscore by underscore design. Find me over on Substack at Esoteric by Design at Substack.com. And you can find me on Letterbox at Esoteric underscore Evans. Awesome. And Dr. John, do we have another podcast that people could listen to if they want to hear more of our not funny antics? And you really should be if you're not already, uh, because it'll already be out by the time you hear this podcast. But on Mondays, we've got our Not Funny Politics podcast that we have revived for the election year. And you should check it out. It's a tight 30 minutes. Little over that sometimes, but we try to keep it tight and uh we dig into politics and things you need to know because we are the greatest. That's right. That's right. <laughs> um, and like the child's play series, we are trying to keep this at under a tight 90, and we are gonna succeed yet again this week. So thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to us talk like and, and ramble about the Chucky verse. Stay tuned for Seed of Chucky. I look forward to hearing your thoughts. And with I that don't. note, everyone have a good night. <laughs> night. Bye guys. <laughs>